from Plant Lab in Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. I'm here with my BFF this week in Austin, Texas. Keon, did you survive the winter storm? I did survive the winter storm. Was that was that this week? Uh, was that last week? I think it was last week. Was it last week? Do we didn't talk about it though? Did we? I don't know. I mean, people text me about it this week, so maybe it was this week. It's I, probably people's people's electricity is probably finally on. It's probably what it is. No, it was actually warm last week. Anyway, uh, the, my mom, my mom has their our only listener probably doesn't care about the weather here. Wait, your mom Austin. listens to the show now? No, she doesn't. Oh, wow. I was gonna say, I was like, man, that's pretty awesome. She listens to the show. She doesn't listen to the show. How was your week, Car? Oh man, dude, it's crazy. Getting getting sats by ready. It's a lot of work, man. Putting on a, a hackathon. People think it's just easy. Yeah, there's a lot of work behind the scenes. Yeah, to make a good one. What are you most excited about for the hackathon? I think right now I'm excited about how many people who I don't know who have signed up. Uh, we kind of got like retweeted by this like Austin, San Antonio like Twitter thing, and like now they're like kind of popping off. So. Yeah, I'm interested to in seeing all the the devs, probably from Web three, honestly. Um, yeah, maybe the ordinal thing has gotten some Web three people excited. Probably, um, we don't have a project ordinals on there. <laughs> you might want to add one if you if you want, if you really want to fill up the space uh, with people who like pineapple on their pizza. No, I'm really excited because we have like 61. I think I think we're over 60 now. So and we're still over a month and a half away. That's pretty amazing. So I think this might be the biggest hackathon yet. Dude, you think we can get it to a hundred people? I think easily a hundred people. I think, I think easily a hundred people um, for sure. Uh, when, and then they're all devs. That's what's cool. So yeah, man, they were doing it. That's what, that's what my week's been like. That's excellent. Yeah. It's good to hear. All right. Should, we, should we talk yeah, about the, stack, the stackers week? Let's get into the top five stories of the week on Stacker News Live. Our first one is of... Of, I think of off, of regrets. <laughs> this is 10,000 sats, 22 comments from Cointastical. Yeah. Did you see this? Yes. Yeah, so you told me about it the other day. You're yeah. like really concerned in the library room. Yeah, it is. So Why yeah. is this concerning? So, uh, well, basically what happened is CSW is suing the Bitcoin's core developers for not uh, transferring him the Bitcoin he lost in the Mt. Gox hack. So he said he's basically claiming in in uh, the courts of the of the of Great Britain that uh, it's the Bitcoin core developer's responsibility to give him funds that that got lost in the in the Bitcoin hack and uh, yeah and the, the the biggest the biggest problem with this is that it it basically makes if 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 the courts decide that he is owed that money by Bitcoin core developers. It basically invalidates nearly every open source license. Okay. Let me just, let me get, let me, I'm speaking for the plebs here. Um, what does that mean in English? Because he does, he, he's not Satoshi, right? So why does he think he has precedence in asking for, for this particular claim has nothing to do with him claiming to be Satoshi. Okay. It's, it's merely, He's saying that Bitcoin core developers are liable for money that he lost using Bitcoin. That's what. Oh my God. So he's trying to say it's like. Uh, he's trying to say it's like they're in control. They have, they have the power to give him his money back. 
and they're not doing it. They could oh. they could change the code and force oh. the network to give us give him Snap. his money back. Dang. Yeah. Hmm. And so if you're familiar with open source licenses, nearly all of them have a clause in it specifically designed to eliminate the possibility of this type of suit. It's MIT license, right? Is this- uh, yeah. Bitcoin Core's license is MIT license, a very common, like one of the most permissive licenses out there, but it has this clause in it. Like many of them do, like nearly all open source licenses do that say, if you use this software, I am not liable for any kind of damages that you have okay, as a result so of using it. it falls under this then, right? Yeah, but, but, but not it. It's possible. We have a lawyer that comes, we have a lawyer who is a pretty regular stacker who came in and, and said, uh, different jur- jurisdictions have different rules and often courts do not allow rights to damages to be contracted away. And under common law tradition, a written document is typically strictly construed against the drafter of the document. So in other words, if it's a close call, the party who created the document loses. Of course, I'm speaking in generalities. So this is really bad. This is bad for open source software generally. This means that if, if, this, if, if CSW wins this suit, I mean, it, it means a lot of damages for the Bitcoin core developers. It means that we'll probably send a lot of them underground, but more generally, this in the UK at least, uh, open source software will cease to exist open in the, cl- in, in the clear. It will become an underground thing that you have to like, I don't know, more or less pirate, uh, or get, you know, some, somehow distribute anonymously because you don't want to get sued like this over, you know, software you're providing to someone for free. I think at this point I'm realizing like he's funded by the WEF, bro. <laughs> like this, you like, think so? I mean, at this point, like who, why, why is he doing this? Like other than just to, like to kill Bitcoin. Well, I mean, most people claim, think that most people claim he's a sociopath, a sociopath and a narcissist. And so it's like a, well, it's you more saw a psychological what, you saw, thing. You man. saw what like Nick, Nick Carter posted, right. With the whole closing in on the banks and the, how they're coming and like what happened to Kraken this week. And like, like all, all these things, like this is the part where they fight you. I mean, if he wasn't such an idiot, uh, I'd have an easier time believing that. I mean, uh, but he seems to be genuinely deluded uh, based on a long history of doing this kind of thing. So I don't know, man. This is crazy. I don't know. What type of person are you? That's like, gosh, that's crazy. Did, uh, cause who, so did anybody from Bitcoin core comment? Uh, you probably can't, right? Like. Well, the guy who wrote this, he actually, so we have to look at this on the way back machine because he put his entire GitHub repo or all of his GitHub, uh, private now. So this, even his blog isn't available anymore, uh, because he's probably just concerned around all types of liability or he's just making a statement. We did have merch come in who oh, merch. Yeah. Came in? Yeah. Merch came Is in. Is he a Bitcoin core developer? Uh, he has contributed to Bitcoin core. He contributed, I believe quite a bit to coin selection in Bitcoin core at one point in time. Um, what did merch say? I said, is this a reference to CSW lawsuit? He says, yes, the lawsuit by CSW's company tool of trading against 15 Bitcoin and altcoin developers, which initially lost in a jurisdictional challenge appears to be going to trial after, uh, success in an appeal. So, uh, Greg Maxwell talked about it too, it looks like. Yeah, Greg Maxwell had a big comment on Hacker News. And he kind of 
explains in detail oh, wow. what's going on. But yeah, I really hope that someone like the Electronic Frontier Foundation or GitHub uh, shows up and helps defend these licenses. Uh, certainly GitHub because they, they basically wouldn't be able to. Who's their business- the judge that gave the appeal? <laughs> that's that's the biggest. That's the biggest question. I would mark. guess someone who doesn't even know how to use a computer is likely a part of it. But- it makes me want to investigate this. But laws don't depend on reason. They depend on like precedent. They depend on like things that have already been decided in the past. Uh, so I got a lawyer joke for you. Okay. A housewife an accountant and a lawyer were asked, how much is two plus two? The housewife replies four. The accountant says, I think it's either three or four. Let me run those numbers through my spreadsheet one more time. The lawyer pulls, pulls the drapes, dims the lights and asks in a hushed voice, how much do you want it to be? Wow. There you go. It makes you, it makes you really think like, I mean, are we just looking at words here? Like how they're interpreted and like how, what you can you like parse out of them and reinterpret them? Like it's, it's a, it's a Fugazi. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's really, it, it's kind of disturbing to me. Stacker News's license is an MIT license. They're coming after you next. Yeah. I don't, is there a CSW out there who cares a lot about internet communities? Gosh, dude. Yeah, this is not good. This is not good for anybody building on Bitcoin right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's get into the next top story. That was huge, man. That's probably the story of the year. I think it's a pretty big deal. I think, I think I'm really hoping he'll lose. If he doesn't, I mean, I don't know. I would just exit the UK in general. Like I would, that would cause me to leave a country. Yeah, this bear no open just source keeps software. getting worse and worse and worse. <laughs> All right. We got, we got Caldo. Word guessing game meets Noster. 21,000 cents, 18 comments, Ed Block. It's yeah. a stacker. What is this? Can you know? Yeah. Have you played Wordle before? No, but I know you guys are super used to play it all the time. Yeah. It's like a fun word guessing game and you get like, it like kind of shows you what you get right over time. So it's kind of like crossword, but like a little, one specific word. Um, anyway, someone built a, like a, a Wordle bot on Noster. And you can win Bitcoin prizes by winning, by like winning it. Dude, uh, so many it. games being built on Bitcoin now, right? Yeah. I mean, Bitcoin rewards make a lot of sense, I think, in, a, in this yeah. kind of context. And here's like a... Ver- here's Cow a- Labs. <laughs> I love it. Here's, a, here's, here's a David King uh, playing it. He, you basically, you at Cowdle. And you send them hashtag game and then a game starts and then, um, they, you can begin to play. Mm. I don't, I, I don't know how the layout exactly works. I haven't tried it yet, but we can see here, there's a winner declared and then there's like more winnings, but here's, here's like, uh, here's like the layout. Hmm. So you like you, someone guessed candle and then they got two of them, right? It looks confusing as hell, but hey, it'll get better, I'm sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Pretty fun. Pretty cool to see this kind of this kind of stuff appearing on Noster. You know, like there's a lot of Twitter stuff like this. Yeah. Natural to see them on on Noster as well. Yeah, it'll be cool to see uh, see a lot more games get built. I think somebody should uh, spearhead that. That would be cool. Yeah, I like text based games. Um, oh, somebody should do an Oregon Trail, but like for with lightning. I'd play that. 
Oh, that would be cool. Or like Carmen San Diego. Did you ever play that game? Uh, it was a show too, but yeah. yeah, we should reach out to you. Should reach out to Thunder Games. Maybe they'd be interested in making a That'd Oregon be Trail. Really cool. Oregon Trail would be amazing. Yeah. All right. The next top story is Lightning for everyone in any app. Lightning as a service with the Breeze SDK. This is a ten thousand sats. Thirteen comments from K Rook. Yeah, forwarded to Roy. Oh, nice. Oh, is this another Roy Banger of a medium post? It's another Roy Banger. It's a little, <laughs> this guy just, yeah. Over. He, oh, he hits them. They're always, dude, they're always so good. Yeah. This one is a little bit different because he's talking kind of about a specific uh, software library launch. Um, it's an SDK to basically use some of the infrastructure that Breeze is building. So uh, let me, so to, if, if you remember, I think Breeze recently raised like $5 million. Uh, because to move, to move, kind of transition into this lightning infrastructure as a service. And so they're, they've already made their first release. Very, you know, very fast. Yeah. Very fast to deliver. I don't, I think it's still, it's still in development, but they're already, you can tell they've already thought about it pretty thoroughly, but basically it would allow anyone developing a lightning app to give their users a non-custodial experience and, and use, using Blockstream's green light service, uh, you know, backed by Blockstream's Greenlight service, but provided through an SDK that that Breeze provides you with. Um, so if you're familiar with Blockstream Greenlight, Blockstream Greenlight allows you to run a node uh, hosted by Blockstream, but they don't actually hold the keys. But doesn't Lightning Labs do the same thing? Don't they have their own connect, like LND connect? Is it the same thing? No, if, it's not. It's not. What's no. the difference? So Blockstream runs these nodes for you. Okay. And then LND connect, uh, our lightning node connect is, is purely just a, a more simple way to connect to a node you might be running at home and specifically one that's behind a NAT. Okay. Yeah. Something like a node that doesn't have a public IP address that you want to, you want to communicate with it to, it provides a, uh, a turn relay. Okay. Like a kind of a, an intermediary node to, to talk through. Um, but this last product, that's a great name, by the way, last, this last product is going to be integration into Blockstream Green. Green then allows somebody, I don't know, maybe they're doing a hackathon. Well, like, a, like a yeah. project and they want something to connect to right away. Is that different than Voltage or is that how, how would. It's a very different model than, than Voltage. It's kind of, so it would be like you sign up for a stack or this, the, the way this, I imagine this is intended and Breeze points to some use cases or no, Roy points to some use cases down here. But the, I like, imagine you sign up for stacker news and rather than me giving you a custodial wallet, a term that Roy despises, rather than give you a custodial wallet, what I do is I spin up a node I, using Breeze SDK. I spin up a node on, on Blockstream Greenlight for you. And then uh, you hold the keys for it. And that's basically, that's, that's how, that's how, so your funds, I'm never in custody of your funds. You are because you have the key that actually holds them. It's actually a good idea. Yeah. And then, so every, you know, so every user has, you know, the, the idea is for them to create a service that allows anyone who's creating a lightning product to be able to provide their users with a non-custodial option. Wow. That's very minimal in term and, and make that they're trying to make that UX great so that Dude, it they already works. do podcasting so well, right? Like they already do so many things already great. Um, they're just adding this to their, 
Ah, that's really cool, man. Yeah, I think it's I think I think this is like the the trend this is like the transition of their company. It says here, consider our podcast player a proof of concept. Mm. But a, but imagine making a video narrative without episodes, just four or twelve hours long, and users pay by the second or minute they watch. Extrapolate to music, extrapolate wow. to text content. Oh he talks gosh. about likes and a social media context. Dang, I need to get Roy on the pod, man. I need to pick his brain. I hear he's like one of the smartest people in Why Bitcoin. This on, is what I've heard. Have, have his, uh, man, yeah. Has Rook talked to him yet? Probably. Oh, okay. Maybe I can watch that. Maybe not though. They might, he's, he's, uh, from what I understand, he's like in Tel Aviv. So time zones might be uh, tricky, but. Yeah. I mean, oh, he even talks about DLCs. Yeah. I mean, the whole, he runs the whole gamut here with things that can be done. If you go to the, the uh, GitHub page, they kind of have a over, they kind of have an architectural overview, but they'll, they provide you things like an LSP. So you can do swaps and they, they plan to do with things with fiat currencies. So maybe they'll even provide some on ramps and off ramps. So cool, man. Yeah. They they plan to be like a full suite uh, deal. So cool. I love, this is what I love. I love, I'm a, I'm a visual guy. I, I need to write in order to learn. Like, I love that he's doing this. He's putting it out there, letting everybody kind of look at it and understand it. And then you're able to interpret that data. I appreciate it. Heck yeah. Pretty cool, cool. man. This is cool. This is damn. It's a really good post. Yeah. What did this, what did the snacker say about it? Uh, we had very inspiring. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We'll keep this. Yeah. Yeah. So they're saying the same thing we're saying. <laughs> looks very pro. Yeah. That looks cool. Really cool stuff, man. Yeah, I think Greenlight is Greenlight is awesome, and it's really cool that Breeze is providing like a straightforward, you know, a a, a service layer on top of it to make it easy. Um, the more options, the better, right? Yeah. The more options, the better. This is another option uh, for the devs. Cool. Uh, the next top story is one anonymity. Make a persona, not a mystery. Derek Derek Sivers, great for Bitcoiners. This is seven hundred thirty sats, five comments. Um, Leaf. Ophionist posted this. Yeah. This? Cool. Have you, have you, are you familiar with Derek Sivers? No. Do you remember CD baby? The platform? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. So Derek Sivers is the founder of CD baby. What? Yeah. Pay me my money. No, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I, I encountered Derek Sivers, I think on like a, Tim is he on stacker? No, no, he's, no, okay, he's not. This isn't it. what, this wasn't him that posted it, but he it's wrote like, wow. this, he wrote this blog post about anonymity. So it's kind of uh, relevant for Bitcoiners, but he, uh, he started CD baby. I heard him on a Tim Ferriss podcast like years ago and I read his, the first book that he wrote and I really loved it. He's very, he's very good. He's very succinct. He like gets to the point very fast and does it in a way where you are like compelled to engage mm. with it and read it. And, um, anyway, uh, very good books. He has like four of them now. I have, I I've only read no one. No idea. He was the guy that did CD baby. Yeah. Um, I could rip up that project really fast, but we're not, let's go into the story. <laughs> I mean, it was like 30 years ago or something. Whatever that was. It was needed at the time. Yeah. I mean, he, he, I think he sold it for like a million dollars. Oh, so he ended up selling it. Oh, okay. I okay, think that's so. why Or he, or he turned it into like a, a profitable business. I forget exactly what happened. No, it was very profitable. I think the problem I always had with it is like the the payments. I mean, it's the reason why Wavlake exists, right? <laughs> like Wavlake is the next CD baby. It's just like that That was the problem, but it's, it's being solved right now. But uh, the interface was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, he, he basically, he basically writes this encouraging you to create a persona mm -hmm. rather than like a NIM that is obvious to everyone that, that, that you're being anonymous, basically remove 
uh, a, a person's impulse to figure out who you are. Mm-hmm. So rather than, you know, being, um, uh, let's say super signet, you, you become, you become, uh, John Malkovich. I don't, maybe you don't want to choose an actor's name, but you become John Greenfield or whatever. And that's your name. And you, you know, he basically argues you get, you get an AI image generator to generate you an image. You choose a place, uh, that you want to, that you want to say you're from. And basically you solve, you like basically build out an entire persona that handles most of the questions that someone might ask you is trying to figure out who you are. And then you hire somebody from India to do it from nine to five. Is that what you're saying? No, he's not saying anything that complicated. He's just saying, if you like, if you want to be anonymous, just make a persona, a full persona and don't make it obvious that you're hiding your identity because it's going to lead people to be curious and try to solve a mystery. That's what wow. he's saying. Have that's you ever like, thought about oh, this? No, that's like really pathological. Like you really, think so? as far as, yeah, dude, like who thinks in that many steps? Oh. Especially about like trying to fool people. Oh no. If you want to be anonymous though, what do you call we know, that? We know is people that pathological? Who want, what no, is that? What it's is not it? pathological. I don't think pathological means I think that it's like, uh, it's harmful in a, like a continued way. Oh, okay. And I, I, I guess it's, as long as don't do it for harm, stackers. No, not for, he's not arguing for harm. He's saying for someone who, we know lots of people who operate under NIMS and don't want people knowing their name. Right. Yeah. And their identity. Yeah. Especially on next top story, especially online. So, uh, it may, I think this makes perfect sense. Have you never thought of, I've thought of doing this, like, Um, like contributing to Bitcoin core under a a totally, a totally contrived persona. Are you a Bitcoin core developer? I might be, you don't know. (laughs) This whole time. (laughs) No, have you ever seen, this is totally off topic, but it's somewhat relevant. There was a guy who went on a game show and it was like, he was a part of the game show, but the whole show was to sh- just follow the guy. Like it was just a show, like the whole, the whole story was like, it was like a real world reality type of show where he was a schmuck. Like he was the one that no one, he didn't realize that everybody around him were actors and that they had the different identities from who they really were, but there it was all an act. And he was the only one in this like Truman, Truman, Truman show. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a, it was a television show where you were competing in a game. I think we've all, I mean, many people have seen Truman show, right? Yeah. So it's not Truman show. This was like an actual real life thing. Like actually happened in real life where they actually did a whole game. Imagine you're watching survivor Yeah, and you're in survivor and everybody around you is actors. And the whole show is about you competing in the survivor thing. And you think that you're winning these tournaments, but you're not. It's just like the whole thing is scripted more or less, except your part. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is like, dude, gosh, I don't, I don't know. How do you keep that going? Like, like how, how would you keep a persona and a Satoshi did it? Right. I mean, that's how that's, that's kind of the idea. You're just, you're just trying to protect your real life. That's from, you know, from yeah. something like a lawsuit from CSW. Oh yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Like that's, you know, that's the motivation for doing something it's just like sad this. to see that it's, it's resorted to that. Yeah, I guess that's, that's the world we in. That is the world we live in. All right, this is going to be a spicy topic. So here we go. Next top story is Noster sucks. A contrarian viewpoint for 840 sats, 48 comments. Wow. From Janet Yellen. Wow. I, I Janet know, Yellen is just like, I had no, she's, she's going crazy. This, yeah, this I, had, I had no idea Janet Yellen was on Stacker News or that she was into Noster or that she knew so much about programming and security. Dude, Janet Yellen is... 
she's the real deal, dude. Uh, people, you know, thought she was just a treasury secretary, you know? Nope. Turns out she knows is about a programmer. Everything. Yeah. She knows about everything, dude. She does. So what, what did Janet Yellen say about this? Uh, Janet Yellen just wanted to get a discussion started on some of the downsides of Noster generally. And so one of the things that she points out is, or she, she lists like three things, the incentives, the security and scale, and mm. kind of, you know, just wants to get a discussion going about maybe how Noster wow. can't solve these problems. And, you know, a pretty significant discussion ensues. Um, there's lots of stuff in here about, about, you know, various kind of responses to the concerns. Um, my understanding is Janet Yellen isn't necessarily interested in seeing Noster fail, but wants, you know, wants to try to get it to succeed by asking some hard questions. And so a lot of us kind of chime in and give our feedback on some of these problems. Um, it was a discourse in here. It looks like Peter Todd's commenting. You got Melvin Carvalho. He's a Noster dev. Um, got Magic as well, too. Magic, who runs Hive One, very yeah. Noster bull. So it looks like there's some really good discussions. What What do you make of this? Um, I don't know. I mean, it depends on, like, I, I'm mostly, what does it mean that Noster sucks? What, like, what these, these, when you have a, when you have, when you're looking to have a really good debate, you kind of need everything defined. Like, what does suck mean? And what, what does decentralized mean? What does scale mean? And then from there, you can kind of begin to hash out whether Noster indeed sucks or just doesn't meet. <laughs> there's our, there's our, there's our in-house Noster bear. Yeah. But he's watching it live. <laughs> uh, whether it, whether it actually sucks, whether it actually can't be decentralized, what, you know, so you can, you can begin to actually, you know, poke at those issues if you actually know what people mean. So they aren't changing the definition of all the words as you go. Yeah. But that's my main thing. But I, I, I think, I think no, sir, it doesn't have a single point of failure. Um, you know, you, you can distribute, you can distribute to a number of relays, all your messages. And that's already, that's already significantly better than what Twitter uh, can offer you. Um, additionally, uh, it does provide quite a bit of core utility that Twitter provides. Like I'm able to see on Domus, I'm able to see a variety of people's posts that I want to see who I'd otherwise normally see on Twitter. Uh, I have some, I have quite a familiar experience there. So I think it, I, I don't know if it, I don't know if it scales globally. It's good. It's good. I'll, I'll say it's that great. It's, it's great to see a post like this, right? You have this one side of Janet Yellen talking about how Noster sucks, all this other stuff. Then you have like Max Webster's like side where it's like, really, it's the opposite of this, right? It's like the complete opposite. Then there's somewhere in the middle, right? Yep. And then you have people who actually like Noster, like me, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. just like it. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, I do care about the the things that you guys are talking about in these two posts, but at the end of the day, for me as a pleb, I, I like using it. Yeah. So like for me, when I see this kind of stuff, okay, cool. looks good. I'm going to keep using Noster. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't think Janet Yellen would disagree with you. And I don't think uh, Max Webster would disagree with you either. If you're enjoying using it, you should use it. That's that that shows that shows some level of success on, on uh, to me personally. Um, yeah, because at the end of the day, like the the people like the, the things that you're trying to replace, I think um, sometimes become there's just this high ideal that you're trying to reach for. 
I don't, I don't know for what reason. I mean, I guess for the reason of like self-sovereignty and all those things that we fundamentally believe as Bitcoiners, but, but like if we can't work through trying to get there and then like, do we not start? Yeah. I mean, it depends on, so there's some people who are, who don't believe in Nostra who are, who are perhaps very bullish on something like web five. And like, I know, I know quite a few people, the, mo- the people who I know are the most bearish on Noster are like web five is where it's at and that's, what's going to solve the problem. And so they see Noster as like a distraction from a real solution, which is web five, um, or has, has, has addressed more of the problems that they anticipate Noster will have. Um, I, and so I don't think they're, they're against attempts, but it does sa- it does seem like a lot like they're against attempts. It does seem like naysaying quite a bit, but if you talk to them, they actually aren't, they, they, they don't, they don't think they don't see it that way. They're just mostly <laughs> criticizing it. Do you want to come <laughs> here and talk about, let me see if you want, he does well. of course. I'm okay. Um, now just pointing out one of, one of our in-house devs is, uh, an Oster fan. One of the reasons that a lot of people are very bullish on Noster is how, how much is getting built on Noster kind of fast. Like that's a pretty good indication that for, to them, that's a pretty good indication that there will be a lot of significant things happening. Like the, the rate of change on Noster is extremely fast. Yeah. It's two weeks fast. It's like if everything moves fast at Bitcoin, but it moves way faster on Noster. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's, they have so many people contributing to Noster projects that it's just going to be that the anticipated, the anticipated result is something pretty significant. I agree. Um, yeah. And that's, that's, mo- that's most of what the, that's like the bull's perspective. So the yeah. Bear's perspective is it's all for nothing. That's what I'm getting. That's what I'm gathering. Or yeah. Because it's all, it's, there's it's, one, there's one comment in here. Somebody said it probably, I guess this is probably the bearish case scenario, right? Somebody said, I think Nasser is just this generation doing what the previous generation did without any awareness of the history that followed, which peer to peer systems with the inception in 2000, 2010 periods survived. BitTorrent, Bitcoin, Skype, uh, Nantula. And then he goes on to explain more. But my first instinct is that who will run Relays? And then watching the Spam Fest. I don't know. That's, see, that's your bear. You got your bull. I we'll think see. Yeah, I think it's too hard to tell. I think it's still the, early. I think the right position to be right now is somewhere in the middle and be skeptical that Noster will do all the things that you know, the, the bulls say it will do like change the world and end world hunger or whatever. It's not good. It's not, there's going to be a limitation, a limit to what, it, what it can achieve. But regardless, people are really excited about them building, you know, things that are at least fun to use. So I think this is going to be the first argument we're going to have. Right. And then the next argument will be, I imagine here in the next couple months, we'll probably be like, Oh man, the, the poo poo coins have entered and now they're connected to Noster. And now it's like become its whole now it's just a whatever. It's not about Bitcoin anymore. And, be like, and then I'm going to be like, well, you should have been supporting the Bitcoin movement when it was doing it on there. It's, it's and, not, I, and I suspect that's probably going to happen here fairly soon. That's not a bad point. I think another thing that might come up is centralization. There's quite a, there's quite a bit of relay concentration already. There's like, a, I think it's like a, it's basically like a power law distribution. And there's roughly, I think, five relays that are, that are the most popular right now. And so might would that, is that going to get worse? M- maybe. Um, and then, you know, no sir starts looking a little more like an oligopoly, which is, which is arguably much better than Twitter, but maybe not much better than something like Mastodon. And at least in terms of like the governance of it. 
I still will, I still will go back to this point. And I think this point is probably the most important point that I'm going to make today is that Domus, which is ran by William is a big Bitcoin bull. Heck yeah. and, and he's the number one app when people are downloading Noster. And for me, that's all I need. He's like, Domus is literally becoming the AOL of, of like this generation really fast. So the fact that uh, he's getting everybody signed up to lightning, that's all I need to see that Nostra is doing everything it's supposed to be doing. Cause he's, he's, he's minting more lightning devs. He's minting more uh, Bitcoin Bitcoiners. Like it's, he's doing everything he's supposed to be doing uh, as, as a true believer in Bitcoin. And this is why Bitcoin will win and rent. Oh yeah. I don't know. I think, that's, I think that's it's a bullish. Good, that's I, bullish on Nostra. Yeah. I'm bullish on it. Uh, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm optimistic about it. Generally, I wouldn't, you know, I, I think, I think it can really, I can really do some interesting things, uh, especially if people build, you know, continue to build on it. So. Oh, also like Blub Lab, we just got our own Nostra little feed over there. So. Oh, that's right. You guys have a Nostra account now. Yeah. You guys should. We're on Stacker News too. That's right. At Blub Lab. You don't look out. Uh, their next, um, Story is your top story. My top story. My top story is starting fresh. This is by Tony Giorgio. Nine comments, 5,000 boosts, 1,900 cents. He did a, um, you know, if you want to pull up the, the article. Yeah, the article. But he did a. Um, Look at that. Attractive man. He's, he's had a, I don't, I guess I won't dox his previous website, but he used to have this website that he put a lot of content on like every so, every so often. And it was like really good content. And, um, I would always look forward to reading about it. Then he jumped off of Twitter. Um, and now it's just, uh, I don't think he's on Austria either, but no, he comes, he, he comes, he comes in and around everywhere. Right. But he wrote this post on February 4th where he was talking about starting fresh and he wanted to talk about like his moving, his new job, his new identity and restarting. Um, and I thought it was a very like touching post. I think for me, like uh, knowing him, calling him a friend and somebody I can count on, like it's uh, it's really cool to see um, people grow and, and like people, um, you know, start a f- like wipe themselves from like everything that they, that they thought and, and like, and like reinventing what they want to be. And it was a really good post to read on Sunday when I read it, it was just like really touching. So I wanted to bring it to the stackers because I think the stackers would uh, enjoy reading it. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it, I think it's a really great subject to bring up. I think there are a lot of people who never go through a fresh start. I don't know if you've got, like, I remember when I was growing up in high school, I knew a girl who never wanted to move out of the little town mm. I was living in. That thirty, the population was thirty thousand people. She never. She had no, she didn't want a fresh start ever. She just wanted to stay the same. And I think you're robbing yourself of like on some uh, kind of figuring out who you are and maybe in certain experiences too. Maybe there's some benefit to that. I don't know. But, uh, I think, uh. I think it's worth, I think it's, I think it's worth starting fresh a couple of times, at least traveling and, and, and getting that, ex- getting something like that experience. I watched uh, Benjamin Button over the weekend and, um, and then I read this post and then, uh, there's a great, do you know, Benjamin Button? I think it was, I forget which book it was. It was a movie, right? With yeah, Brad Pitt. But in the movie he goes, for what it's worth, it's never too late in my case or too early to be whoever you want to be. There's no time limit. Stop whenever you want. You can change or stay the same. There are no rules to this thing. 
you can make the best or the worst of it. I hope you make the best of it. He goes, I hope you have the strength to start all over again. And like when I, when I uh, read his post, I was like, wow, it reminds me of that. Anyways, good job, Tony. I've never seen Benjamin Button. It's like really long, isn't it? It's like three it's hours basically, long. Yeah, it's really long, but it's such a great movie, dude. It's, it's like this generation's Forrest Gump. Really? You think so? Yeah. Oh, I never watched it because it was just so long and I was it's like, It's like oh. this generation's Forrest Gump. Oh, now that you say that, I got to watch yeah, it. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's, just, it's really uh, good. Plus, he's just a good person. Like, Benjamin Bunn's like such a good person. Okay. Plus, there's a guy who gets struck by lightning like seven times. Okay. And, and like throughout the movie, he like pops in. He's like, did you know I got struck by lightning seven times? Well, one time I was just walking my dog. <laughs> struck by lightning. And there's another time where he's just like walking by. Like, did you know I got struck by lightning seven times? Time so every time he talks it. about it. Yeah, it just randomly comes, but he's just like. Okay, so generally it's a lot, it's like a magical movie, like lots of silly kind of coincidences and stuff happen. In addition to the Benjamin Button thing, obviously. It just shows aging. you how like, like kind of what Tony described. It just shows you how like life is whatever you want to make it because there's no rules to the thing, you know? It's really cool. Yeah. Anyways, what's your top story? My top story, I was going to pick t uh, Tony's top story too. What? Yeah. Really? So I thought, yeah, it's, oh. I thought we just cover that one. And once you, once you sent me that, that was your top story. I was like, oh, we don't need another one. Okay. So that was that. So we'll get into super, super stat segment. Uh, let's see who stacked the most. Oh, this is day right now. Let's see for the week. It Nim. Looks, looks like Nim stacked a bunch. I don't know what they ended up doing, but. Ben the Carmen? 77 comments for the week. Oh, they got two referrals. I might've done it. Ben the Carmen stacking them up. Well, he has a cowboy hat. He does have a cowboy hat. It's, he looks like, appears to be, he just got it. Mine is 10 days. I've attended. Oh, I've so if you hover over it, it'll tell you uh, how, how many days. How long they've, they've owned this cowboy hat. Has Texas Slim reached out to you and told you to. Oh, it's a copyright infringement. <laughs> to have I'm a, kidding, oh, I know. Uh, <laughs> Ed Block, we got Darth Coin in the top, Cointastical, Crypto Coin, Ninja Grandma coming in. Uh, wow. Two Minute Bitcoin, Siggy 47. Siggy, Siggy, Siggy. A lot of, a lot of folks uh, spent this week. Wow, lots of people beat me this week. Earl. Big Gould? Big Gould. Big Gould works a lot on PayJoin stuff. He's oh, very wow. into privacy. I saw him for the first time in Bitcoin Miami at PlebFi. He did like a presentation oh, on wow. a wallet he was building. I forget what it's called. It's called like Chain Case, I believe is what it's called. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of big, lots of big spenders. I can't believe I got beat this week. It's very rare. Blockchain uh, Boog. Blockchain Boog in the house. Downtown <laughs> JJ. <laughs> Labrat as well. We can see the cow. I put I put in top now that you can see the cowboys with the who's have who've had their hats the longest. Yeah, it's like me, Darth Coin, Crypto Coin, Earn Bitcoin. Crypto Coin's all dude. Crypto Coin just always kills it, dude. I know. Uh, Every I, time I go try to do a post, Crypto Coin's already got it. I'm just like, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> X Siggy forty seven. Let's see who's. It looks like Peter Todd has nine days, but everyone else has. 10, yeah, it's great eight, to see five. Peter Todd on Sacred News all the time, man. That's so cool, dude. Just being able to talk to him. Yeah. He's really chill, too. Yeah. I thought he Well, was... I see. I've, I've met him a couple times at BitDesk here in Austin. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I've seen him around, but I never, I don't really talk to people in person, so. Yeah. He's a great guy. Or ever, really. <laughs> all right. Uh, we got our, our boost here. 
Um, oh, unless you had, do you have anything else you want to bring? No, up? we can we can skip stats this week. Okay, uh, we got the boost here. This is from uh, Blockchain Boo. He goes, "I am Texas Slim!" Exclamation point. I love my cowboy hat. Wow, can you believe it? I didn't realize Blockchain Boo this whole time is Texas Slim. <laughs> I didn't think he was that into like Bit- uh, like Bitcoin tech stuff. Is he really? Is he really? <laughs> he says it right there, Kari. You're not going to believe him. No, there's no way. All right, next time I see Slim, I'm going to ask him. Uh, yeah, Vake, he also but he said, nice. That's all he said. And then, um, oh, wait, we had a question. What was the question? I think it was this one. No, no, that was it. All right. Yeah. All right, cool. So we got two boosts. Man, boosts are cranking up. What are you going to do this weekend, Keon? What am I doing this weekend? What are you doing for Valentine's Day? Oh man, that's right. It's Valentine's yeah, Day. Man, get on it. Bro. I'm thinking I'm not going to do anything on the day of. I'll do it the day after or before, just to avoid, you know, like busy restaurant reservations, that kind of thing. We've already had this discussion. So that's what I'll probably do this weekend. I'm trying to look for a new place to live. I'm trying to look for a new this week. This weekend. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, not. It doesn't need to happen this weekend. But we've been we've been doing what we call homework, where we like we have a spreadsheet where there's all the homes in the neighborhood that are available. You're still going to stay live. on that side? I love that side. Gosh. Come south, bro. That's all I'm saying. Just a little bit south. A little bit south. A little bit south. Maybe. Maybe someday. Okay. All right, stackers. We'll see you next time on Stacker News Live. Zap.